commentary and tonight i will be your mediator my name is see being a mediator gotta have stuff all together so just give me a second i am striker dragoon to your right is what's going on y'all it's your boy qs so and to the bottom there sir it would be me the big stretch himself the human encyclopedia and we are, as usual, your four corners commentary. Now, Mr. K Marvel is not here for the night. He had some business. So why not just have some fun and have a nice short little episode since, you know, we're not in our usual slot. So take it away, boys. What are we speaking about tonight? I mean... I mean, you know, it's, I guess we, 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 you could call us, we're the WWE content creators for today, for, for this upcoming week. Uh, pretty big, pretty big weekend. Uh, Survivor Series again just passed. Um, as you, as you can see, like, you know, there was, there's a lot of shocks. There was, well, it was pretty good shocking returns. You know, we got to see the return of Randy Orton, Randall Keith Orton. Shout outs to him. He's, he returned at the men's war games mm-hmm. and you know, the return that we all thought would never happen but it ends up happening it was actually cm punk showing up in at survivor series in chicago you know obviously we all looked at the rumors everyone kept saying wasn't in talks it wasn't happening wasn't never gonna it's never was gonna happen it was off the table you know what is going here you know, they were assuring they were assuring the talent that there was never that he was wasn't going to be there, and showed up. And now, of course, everything with when Punk shows up, controversy controversy will follow. So obviously, there's a you know a couple superstars. They're not happy about it. They're not happy about seeing it. A lot of fans are still shocked. Again, it's been almost ten years now that you haven't seen CM Punk in the WWE ring. So. Or even in WWE period, so it is you know the last time he had walked out, walked out on the company. He, not only did he walk out, he got um you know he, he went on the Colgabana podcast, claiming how he got fired on his wedding day, and you know disparaged the company. And we all thought this was he was this was it. It was never going to happen. It was never coming to fruition. But obviously that good old saying, never say never, and they always come back and that's what happened so 
shoot off, guys. Well, how, how y'all how y'all feel about that? Like, I mean, you you pretty much hit the nail on the head. You know, you see it underneath your name right there. They always come back. But I also want to point out what's uh, underneath my name here too. We have an uninvited guest. Um, <laughs> uninvited? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the fourth piece of the puzzle, ladies and gentlemen, just K Marvel himself has joined us. Um, but you know, I'm only on for a little bit, I gotta run soon, <laughs> right? You want to pop in to say hi? Um, yeah, hi. but like you said, you know, like underneath your name, they always come back like it's underneath mine. Money talks, like, I mean, the guy, he's just like any other job, he's getting paid, you know, I, I'm assuming a, a pretty good amount of money, at least and, seven figures, at least. At least, you know, yeah. now I'm not here to I'm not here to compare like, you know, his return to WWE to his return to AEW or whatever. But I mean, like his return to AEW, I was a pretty boisterous response. And that was largely because we're in Chicago. But the WWE audience is a lot different. So it's going to be interesting to see what type of reaction he gets tonight, whether he'll get booed or cheered just as vociferously. Like I'm. I'm tuning in primarily to see it. I haven't been able to say that in a long time to see what's going to happen with this one guy yeah. on the show. Right? You know, this is this is the first time in a long time. Like, I can't remember a Raw as big as this one. Like, maybe since like 2014 when Sting showed up in the WWE. Like, that's at the Survivor Series. Ironically, eight like nine years ago, right? I remember tuning in to Raw. Like, oh my God, Sting has to show up on Raw. Like, what's going to happen next? Like. I don't remember being like that for a WWE show in quite some time where it's like you have yeah. to tune in the next night to see what's going to happen because, you know, and, uh, you know, you try not to get involved, like, in all the backstage stuff with people feel, but, like, we know his heat there with Rollins. We know, like, McIntyre allegedly stormed legitimate out. Legitimate heat. Legitimate heat with Rollins, yeah, but, you know, that, those two, like, I, I think they may be playing it up to the camera. It probably works, but, you know... You, like you said, you never say never. You never know. So it's like we're all tuning in for this reason. But, you know, we want to see what's yeah. going to happen. So. You know, I I just I really do believe it, it's kind of funny because, you know, you you see in all the backstage heat, you know, you see you see a couple of the, the things on the side, you know, um, you know, with Rollins saying, you know, he's not wasting his breath on somebody that, you know, was away from this company for about 10 years and was trying to burn it down while I was sitting here holding up the flag bearer. It goes back, it gives me back a reminder. Like we have and we like we've seen this story before. Like everyone like remember when it was like John Cena and Dwayne and, and the Rock, John Cena and Dwayne Rock Johnson. You I know, said that Rock, earlier. Rock sat here, he was he went to Hollywood, he came, you know, he came back and he's sitting here acting like you know. He loves loves W Universe and all that, but you know, for someone that was here holding the flagship and going through all the the rough times, the rough times with the company, you weren't you weren't here. So it's just like you know, it always plays up into that, and it's like you know, they're good. It's the same thing you know that Seth had. He had the same thing when he had with um with Cody sitting here. You know, you were over here on the other side. You were basically you were trying to break the throne. You were trying to over here tear the tear destroy this company, and now you're over here talking about you want to finish the story. It's just, it's a matter, I think this is a matter of like, it's playing up to the work, but I honestly do believe that Tri Triple H has probably gotten these two men to just like, you know, going to have them sit down. I do believe that this is probably going to end up to a, to an angle, to a feud, and it's probably going to be, a, it's going to be an enjoyable feud. I think it's going to be a, a feud that will even go 
probably all the way to the Royal Rumble. It would be fitting because the Royal Rumble was the last pay-per-view that Punk was on. It was, it was the last yeah. pay-per-view that he was on that he ended up walking out after. And yeah. and who's to say that this could be also another way to give him his give him that go, go into the main event, main event of WrestleMania. Who knows? We don't we don't know yet. I mean, it's but again, it is no one can sit here and say that this isn't a pretty big deal because this is an individual that everybody had thought that he would never be back. It's never going to come back. But now that we see and now that we do see Punk Punk is back in WWE, I am here to personally put in my campaign that if he can come back, there's no there's there's no that the possibilities of anybody else that has left WWE to you know to go to other pastures, go to other companies, it's endless. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they if they ended up if you end up seeing a Jericho, I'm still putting the campaign out there for Jericho to come back. Jericho is going to end up, mark my words, in about a year or in about two years' time. Jericho is going to be back in the WWE. I'm just putting that out there. Just, just, just full disclaimer. I'm just putting that out there. Jericho is um, going to come back. Strike. Did you did you say your piece already? Oh, you know me. I'll, I'll wait till everybody's yeah. up. <laughs> always last. Um, okay. So I know I told you guys, you know, off air. I got a couple a couple things. So number one is simply that. So for me personally, I'm very 3070 on punk coming back, right? 30 being or I'll break it down like this, right? So I always I, I've been saying a lot since everything happened. Uh, with Punk, that if he was to come back to the E, I would much rather see him in a speaking capacity, right? I, I'm okay with him being a manager. I'm okay with him being on commentary. Um, I wasn't too keen on watching him wrestle again. But after a few conversations within the last, what, two days now? Um, excuse me. Uh, WWE will work with him at a slower pace than AEW would. Talking about his in-ring ability. So, I do think wrestling-wise, WWE is definitely a better fit. Okay? Plus, he was doing that style for so long, so you're kind of accustomed to it. The whole talking shit stuff. QS is absolutely right. With everything he said. To bring, to bring somebody else that we never thought we would see. Bret Hart. Bret Hart said a lot of shit about the E or about the F or whatever you want to call it. And he came back. Um, Another person was Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was another one that said a lot of shit and came back. Um, I know I just said Voldemort's name. I apologize. I, uh, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I feel like we would be remiss if we didn't say the biggest example of them all: Bruno, San yeah. Martino. Yes, Ultimate Warrior. If Bruno could come back, anybody could come back. <laughs> like Bruno said, he was done in the eighties. Yeah, like Bruno is coming back. Hogan has come back millions of times. Like you mentioned, Bret Hart. Warrior came back. Savage was about to came come back until like they was on the precipice of doing something with Savage until his untimely passing. 
Superstar Billy Graham is another one who's talked shit about the company millions of times. He's come back. Medusa, that's another back. one. That's a huge thing. Yeah, like nobody is immune to this. Uh, <laughs> like this absolutely. is a job. Like if they pay, like, even if, dude, even you come back. <laughs> yeah, and, but but let me say this right. So I believe a few things. Okay, number one, I believe Triple H is absolutely right when he says that they are different people. I think CM Punk's experience in AC in ACW what AEW <laughs> might as well call it though. Um, listen, um, I think his experience in AEW has message. Um. <laughs> Has uh has definitely shifted his thought patterns, his thought process of how a wrestling company is. Okay. Um see, look, I'm just hitting all the bullet points. You see that? Um <laughs> I also believe that that with that punk is now in a controlled space. That will mm. be better for him. Granted, he's fucking 43. He shouldn't need that, but it is what it is. Okay? Everybody's built differently. That's right. really the best way I could put it. But he's in a controlled space. Also, I think people are forgetting that the atmosphere in the WWE is dramatically different. Dramatically different. Yep. Nick Khan is one thing, but Nick Khan is back at house. Mm-hmm. Triple H is there all the time. Mm-hmm. And Triple H has created this atmosphere where people want to be there. Regardless if you're on the card or not, that's the important thing. It doesn't matter if you actually are on the card or not. People want to be there. That means something. When you have a boss who gives a shit, it makes you want to give a shit. Right. Period. That's any job. Because let's not forget, this is a fucking job. Okay? So with all of that being said, we've seen all... We've seen people come back. We've seen the pushes that we wanted happen. Regardless of length. We... The pushes that we wanted, we've seen. So this could be... A very viable situation. He signed his contract for three years. So no matter what, we're getting him. We got him. We got to deal with it, regardless if you like it or not. But bottom line is that CM Punk, CM Punk is a star. CM Punk was the biggest star AEW has ever had. And I don't mean in wrestling capability. I mean star power. CM Punk was the biggest star. If you look at it now, you know who the biggest star is? Adam Copeland. Why? Because the man is in movies. The man is in TV shows. The man is a first ballot Hall of Famer. The man is 25 years in business. He's the biggest star they got. Bigger than Kenny. Bigger than MJF. Bigger than Osprey. Okay. CM Punk is not the star when he comes to WWE. CM Punk is not the main focus when it comes to WWE. You have Roman Reigns. You have Bianca Belair. You have Seth Rollins. You have LA Knight. Amongst others. 
this is not as much as I'm still a little iffy on the situation. Bottom line is that I do believe that they can pull something good out of this. And it took me a little while to really even come to grasp with that. Because AEW left a very sour taste uh, taste in my mouth when it came to CM Punk. All of that situation, all of that shit gave a really sour taste in my mouth. Pause. I mean, I think it's just a matter of, it's always, it's, it's just a matter of, this is what, this is the difference of when you're in one space where it seems like you, you're, you're in an asylum, then when you're in a, a different area where it feels like, you know, you're just a little bit more appreciated. It's just a change yeah. of scenery that just, that's bottom line, that scenery just didn't fit him. It didn't fit him. And oh. it's okay to, it's okay to acknowledge that. It doesn't mean like it's a doom and gloom. It doesn't mean that you're trashing the company that just didn't fit. It didn't fit, and you could see the both both situations after both situations that happened with him over there. It just didn't fit. They no, and no matter what, it's gonna and obviously it's gonna unfortunately probably take you know for the individuals on that other side on the other side over there over there in AEW is gonna Correct. probably take them years to finally like you know come to terms with it and you know be like really like circle spin the block circle back and be like all right yeah we we kind of like need. We could have like handled it a bit better, you know. You know, it's just it was the way everything the way everything went. It was just like it's just like yo, like this. It couldn't we if they just handled it the way they should have. Maybe like adults, we would have never. We probably would have never gotten a moment like this. Probably wouldn't have. Well, but it's all it's very true. Or or it would have been a little later. You know what I mean? I think he, yeah. I think yeah. his tenure in AEW would have been a, a few more years, at but least until end his contract. Right. At least on his contract. Listen, but, uh, look, I'll say it before I say it again. If you hit my dog, I'm fucking you up too. Like I'm not I'm not mad at him for defending that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but it's it's funny. Right. It's how you handle it. It it's very funny though, full circle, because the person that was trying to save the dog in the situation was actually cool with you know squashing shit with him. Yeah. And it's and that's and that and that that's more I think like that's and that's just all the reports like that's just that's just so telling it's just like oh wow like the one guy here out of out of the out of, the, out of that particular group is here still willing to be an adult and still willing to just be like all right let's do business like we're we talking Kenny right yeah, yeah of course. Kenny yeah okay because Wherever it's playing out it's playing out even into storylines now like he's yeah. partnered with Chris Jericho, Jericho and yeah. he's beefing with the Bucks. And he yeah. even said, you know, y'all are childish. And he said, the shit that y'all doing is childish. If I moved on to do something else storyline-wise, why are y'all making a fuss about it? Why well, are you worried I mean, about I me think... tag with somebody else? Like, I, I get it. I'm, I'm well, just and that storyline also, yeah. But I get what you're saying. Like, So to, to really just make my point, for all these people that came back, there was one common denominator. And I feel nobody mentioned this. It's been Triple H. True. And even you, then, you mentioned you mentioned Triple H before, yes, but literally, he was the one who got the. No, that's Bruno. what I said. It's like, him. It's him changing the atmosphere. That that like, is the common denominator. Like, people not. No, 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 no. But I'm I'm saying in general, like even when Vince was in office and had control, Bruno's return was Triple H. Ultimate majority of them was triple yeah, right. So I'm saying just just in that sense, to make for him to make this happen, it, it's easy. 
Because like, all like, you do is treat the man with respect. Yeah, like if Khan punk, gets best booker this year, I swear to God. Yeah, like punk, punk, and, <laughs> punk and Triple H. Like even before like the main event even happened, Punk and Triple H. They say Punk and Triple H had literally an hour long conversation, and I think that's so crazy to see. It's like again, if you go and look at the chronological order, like uh, obviously anybody can go back and look at the CM Punk and Cole Cabana interview. Obviously, because these two are not friends anymore. But if you yeah. want to go back and look at that time at that time when Punk disparaged and went on a whole tirade on the company of everything, like you he said it, like the main the three main people he had real real beef with, real issues with. He had an issue with Vince, with because Vince wouldn't give him the time off. He had an issue with, with Triple H because he felt like Triple H was always was stifling him. And he had a problem with Dr. Amon because Dr. Amon basically was keep making him work when he when he kept telling him that he was he was he was hurt and felt like he was killing him. But even then. If Triple H, if Triple H, from the first time that Punk was over there in Raw in, in Chicago at that time, and, you know, he was just over there, just just being there. You sure, know, they yeah. had they had that little talk, and it was like, hey, you know, everything's good, like you know, chopping it up. He's like, hey, you know, like, and he asked him, like, you know, if it's okay if I, you know, stay a little bit, and you know, said, like, you know, I don't mind, but you know, let me ask, you know, I gotta ask the big man first. I gotta ask Vince. Obviously, you know how Vince is. Vince is petty. He's just like, no, he wasn't. He was like, nah, we not doing it. All right, cool. Punk didn't make no issue about it. He just went about his business. But even then, they go back, have a conversation, and they really like they talk. A lot of it that goes to show that really goes to show you a lot of times. If you can sit here, I get it. Yes, you can have a grudge to certain things. Yes, you can feel that you were wrong in a certain situation. But a lot of it could be fixed with a conversation. This is literally yeah. the lesson that's show, being shown right in yeah. front of you. Y'all, yeah. a lot of y'all have gone with the think pieces. I get it. You guys have felt the way about this company about the WWE, you know, especially CM Punk fans, diehard fans that felt the way, feeling like, you know, they wronged him. And they and rightfully so, they did. They wronged him. But again, as Triple H then said, that was then. And this yeah. is now. If if you haven't grown, if you're still the same person that you are 10 years ago, you're not growing. It's just right. the truth. That's it, yeah. and that's what and you have to take that less you have to take that where it's not like he didn't it's not a gem that he dropped. That's just an actual like fact that you take with anything. You can't sit here and up and still hold on to something that was 10, 5, 10, 15 years ago, because that shit is going to kill you. That shit is going to that shit is going to make you miserable. You need to you have to heal time. And they, when they say time heals all wounds, it's really the truth. Yeah, I know it sounds cliche, but it's the truth. It heals. You just got it. And all you do and a lot of times, a lot of shit would be rectified if you just have a conversation. That's it out. Yeah. And. You know, I'm glad you even said that because it's like, I think with him joining the WWE, he won't. Number one, I don't, I earnestly don't think he'll be able to get away with a lot of the shit that he's pulling. He won't in AEW because there are people who are going to challenge him, people who are yeah. going to push back against a lot of that stuff. Yeah. You know, like there are going to be people like you look at the like you said with Triple H, right? They had their differences, but they had a conversation like two grown men and talked about this. I know I'm going to catch hell for what I'm about to say right now. You can't say that about the executive vice presidents in AEW when he was there and he had beef with them. They were not willing to talk to him. He, to me, like when he got suspended, you know, he was doing interviews and stuff like that. And he likened it to like a hockey locker room where it's like guys get in fights sometimes, you know, it's always it's, it's some bullshit sometimes, you know, but at the end of the day, they're teammates. That's something that he alluded to, right? So it seemed like to me, at least he was amicable enough to at least want to mend the fence. 
They yeah. kiboshed that. So you can't hold that against him, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. And and Punk did say straight up. Hold on, let me finish. I'm not saying he's the same in any way, shape, or form. He did yeah. cause a lot of shit while he was there. But right. at the same time, you have to give credit to the guy that tries, I think, because it's like, yeah, to me, he made like I think he could have been more forthcoming to like Tony Khan, like, like, hey, hey, like, let's hatch this shit out. Like, we're all on the same team trying to make money, whatever. But it's like at the same token, you know. I think he should have been more direct, but at the same token, they're not absolved from guilt either on their end. Right. You know, when you're an owner of some sort, it's like, oh God, look at this big bad employee like coming in and doing all this stuff and causing all this havoc. He kind of put Tony Khan in a, a position where it's like he had to release him, but it was also like at the sense of like, dude, you own this company. Like, why are you not putting him in his place? Like when he's doing all this shit to begin with. And number two. Why do you not have a chain of command? Where yeah, it's like, you know, it doesn't treat you. Like, he's, when you're an owner of a company, it's like, unless you are like involved, like, it, like look at it like running like a, a lemonade stand or something like that, right? Unless you are like there selling lemonade, you should not be the one dealing with like the disgruntled workers. Like, there should be a chain of command yeah. and stuff like that that does that. Where are like the road agents? Where are like the people who are, like, you know, uh, underneath Tony Khan that deals with this stuff. Who's ahead of talent relations over there? Like, that's the stuff that... Well, it, uh, I say all this to talent say, relations like, was evolved, remember? Right. But I say all that, that's that's another thing, right? You know, I say all this to say, like, love or hate WWE, to me, he's moving to a way more streamlined environment. It's structured. As far as the chain of command is concerned. It's like... It's structured. Yeah. It's, the, Tony Khan wears so many hats where it's like one thing goes wrong and then it's like, Okay, who's either A, who's in charge of this, or B, why are you not doing this? Like, yeah. He's right. moving to, to me a way more streamlined environment. I, I said on Twitter, like, this is like Dennis Rodman joining the Bulls in like 96. Yeah. They don't need him per se, but it's like, damn, the rich just got richer, right? Yeah. Right. Mind yeah. you, back then, like for all the sports nerds out there, they didn't give up shit for Dennis Rodman. They traded like a middling bench player that was at the end of their bench for arguably one of the better perimeter defenders and one of the best rebounders in league history. So it's like, yeah, he comes with a lot of baggage, but like he's in an environment where it's like, okay, if this shit can't work here, it can't work anywhere. Yeah. Like, like they have the, essentially to me at this point, wrestling's equivalent to Phil Jackson, who's kind of like triple H. Like he's, he's brought out the best in a lot of people where it's like, yeah, okay, absolutely. I this guy had this or whatever. Like he's, 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 make, he's making some stars. He really is. And, you know, I, I honestly, the WWE is at a point where they're so red hot and you even look at the future like they have it's like a perpetual motion type thing. Like, yeah, they got stars in AEW that if they called them up tomorrow, like they'll have the best mid card in fucking wrestling. That's and it's like, like talk about WWE. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. About WWE. like and, and it's just and that's why I like it says like, you know, when you just sit. Like even if you 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 may not be a fan of like you know the the style that WWE has 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 molded over the years, you may not be a fan of that anymore. For like you know talking to the hardcores, but if you really just go down, you could just take a seat and just watch watch even NXT. Look what they're doing with these with these with these NIL athletes. Yep, taking them from the I NIL. And literally molding them to learn the style, and they're picking it up just like this. The Tiffany Stratton's, the Sol Rukas, the Kalani Jordans, the Jaka- the Jakara Jacksons, Lash Legend, Lash, Legend. Lash, yeah. Lash Legend. We la- literally from before were just like, oh god, this is god awful. Not for nothing, we're just like, oh, yeah. she 
She's just better off as a manager. And look, now she's even polished. She's polished herself. What can you do? All you got to do, all you got to do, if you just sit down, just watch and you be patient and just and let them just let them do what they got to do. Develop. Yeah. Let them develop. It's going to work. Yeah, I think Tiffany's better. the bar right now. They've all gotten Personally. better. Like, honestly, yo, I honestly can say, like, from when Even NXT, Trick Williams. Yeah. Like, he's the perfect, he's the perfect was example. Trick, like, was Trick part of the NIL deal? No. Because I didn't think he was. No, he was just on the Indies. He wasn't on really? NIL. Was he? Was he? Well, he was in the Indies, yes. But he, but even so, like he's a perfect example of like, look where he was like when NXT 2.0 first started. Yeah, where mm-hmm. he is now, he is so much better in the ring. He's a right? star. <laughs> got it. He's they've one of the stars better. in NXT. Period. They've all, right. They've all gotten better, and that a large a large part of that, for better or worse, like you know, you'll say like, oh, it's the click conspiring and stuff. That's Shawn Michaels and Triple H, and. You can look back even at the Attitude Era where it's like, you know, they pull Vince aside like, look, you really can't do no more of this new generation shit. Like, it's not making us money. We got to go in like an edgier direction. This is where the fans want to go. Like, it was it was Triple H, Sean, and Shane where it was like, look, this is you, where the you, why, you just read the tweet? No, 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 no. Which which one? I, I read about. Oh, okay, so, yeah. so, so hold on one second. Let me, let me put this up that Courtney said. Uh, Courtney oh, said, yeah. "Hey, bros, as that. usual." Oh yeah, yeah. And, and you know, she said that they won't have a talent relations guy much longer. And QT is basically on his way out. Oh yeah, QT is leaving. Yeah, he's leaving. Just remember reading that. is leaving. Yeah, yeah, he just tweeted he's it. He's done. He's, he'll, he's, fulfilling, he's fulfilling his obligations for the rest of 2023, and mm-hmm. he's he's done. He already oh, gave shit. his thing. He said his thank you to Tony Khan. Say his thank you to AEW. I mean, you know. We gotta. I think what what we're what we're about to see, like not even not to cut like not to cut you off, stretch, not to cut y'all off. I think what we're about to see in the grant and for like this business, right now it is a, it's a they're in a, like a very golden era. It's in a boom. It's in a boom period. You have, but you clearly have two of the top promotions right now in the country in in America. I'm not speaking about all over. Two right. top promotions in the, yeah, in the country. Yeah, yeah. You got WWE. You got AEW. There is going to be a lot of going back and forth. So there's going to be a lot of switch arounds. It's going to be like that. It's like yeah. you, I look at it like it's the NBA. Right now, we're just looking at tra- it's a lot of trades. A lot of tra- this trade deadlines about to start happening. Big east trades happening. It's just east and the west. It's just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, you know, it's obviously you know to some they'll look at all right, QT Marshall. You know, he step he's stepping away. He's leaving. Eh, okay, they're not going to care that much. They're going to knowing some fans are going to go and downplay it. You know, like they like they downplayed when Jade left, like they downplayed when when CM Punk now is back in WWE, like they downplayed when Cody came over. This this is what a lot of people like. They're gonna keep doing, and you know, vice versa on the same side. If others go from WWE go over there, they're gonna downplay it. You just have, but you got if the ones that with actual sense, you're just looking at it. It's like you know, it's actually pretty cool to see both of them on different sides. They just they're just testing the waters because again, there was a point in time. Back then, it was just WWE as for a good number of decades was yep. the only monopoly here. And it was just, if you don't make it in WWE, you ain't going to make it nowhere else. Well, well I mean, that, that's still arguable, right? Because yeah. there was still TNA. And and no matter how yeah. people, no matter what people might say, TNA has been around for TNA, 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 you have to give, you have to give thanks to TM, TNA for somehow, TNA is like, 
I don't want to put them down. This is the, but but it's gonna come come off as like me insulting them. But it's just a, it's lighthearted joke. It's like a cockroach. You know, a cockroach that like always survives no matter what. You know, when they survive like the nuclear, you know how a, a, they always but say a cockroach it, yeah. can survive like an atomic bomb. They can survive the nukes and all that. This is literally impact. This is literally TNA. They have gone through. They have gone through the worst of the worst. They have had the lowest ratings of lowest ratings. They have gone through the storm. They have gone through the owners of the worst owners to a decent owner. And yet they're actually still thriving. And they're thriving very well. And they, so it goes to show also, you. And sorry to cut you off. But I was just going to say, though, don't forget that there was also a time where TNA was better than WWE. Oh no! When, oh, it, no, came, no when it came to oh, products, when it came to wrestling. Oh yeah, no question. Until the, and then like, they. They were better. They were better at there was a point in time where TNA was better than WWE. And then they fucked up when they went and signed Hogan. And then they fucked up when they signed Eric Bischoff. And that's when the shit started. They, going tried, to, they tried to expand way too fast. Yeah. yeah. Like they went from okay, we got this deal on Spike TV. Hey, let's put our show on Monday nights and try to challenge Raw. And it's like, where the fuck did that come from? Like <laughs> Right. You can't jump into the deep end of the water with floaties right. on after taking one swimming class. Right. Yeah. Like love AEW or hate AEW. Like they they're doing this the right way. Like they're not trying right. to directly like go head to head with WWE. They're literally, they're they literally just, they, they just have to you sure about that. No, no well, I mean, NXT they, was I, really that was NXT. I think that was a reaction from the WWE. And they ended up losing. But because they had yeah. something good on the WWE network and they moved it from that and put it on live TV. TV. That's that's a they I, I think they I think I, I think they have since I don't mean to cut you off. I think they've since rectified that mistake because I, I, I personally believe NXT is a way more streamlined product than where it was, and it was really good back then. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I thought it's like as far as like the actual wrestling content, like you couldn't do no better than NXT. That was essentially ROH with a big budget on steroids, right? Now it's like, okay, these are homegrown talents. They've learned the WWE style. They know how to work with TV, yes. right, tour and stuff like that. So now it's like, okay, this is this is a product where it's like you've seen all these people develop. You're invested in, like, these WWE talents. They're all homegrown, like, quote, unquote. However, I think AEW, I say all that to say, AEW is going about this the right way. Like, the one thing that you can say is, like, they're stay to me, it's like they're staying in their lane as far as like they're catering to their fans, they're making sure that's tight. And it's like they're not trying to overstep any boundaries or put themselves in positions where they know they will lose. I have a question for you. So, with that being said, right? I've heard a lot, I've 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 had a lot of conversations, um, especially within the last week, about that in particular. Do you think to an extent they still kind of need to go back to kind of like where they started to gain the trust of their fan of of some of these fans again that were into AEW but now are kind of like kind of a little shaky? No, I don't think so personally. Um I think they have like that hardcore fan base like locked down. I don't think it take I think the way that their product is structured and who they have on the roster, and more importantly for them, who they're willing to bring in, I don't think they can mess that up, honestly. Like, they would have to do something very egregious to mess that up. Like, like cocaine? But, yeah, something stupid like that, honestly. <laughs> like, you know, to be perfectly honest, yes. But, you that was know, an NWA reference if y'all did Right. Like, I, think, I look at it like this. Like, they, they, they have too many access – they have too much access to too many talent pools because they don't, like – 
they pull from so many places and like their their fan base like i think and I, let me not even say their fan base i think wrestling fans in general are chasing that high to where it's like it doesn't matter who debuts like if the yeah. name is big enough they're going to tune into it yes. like I think AEW does it way too much, and I think they rely on it way too much, but right. it works for their fan base. And it's like, you know... It's, it's a very nostalgia style yeah, they're, of... They're, of yeah. I don't know how to word it. Of... of, of Presentation. Entertainment. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Presentation. Business, I guess. They can announce, like, okay, I think they go about it the wrong way because I think they give away what they can sell way too fucking much, but... Yeah. yeah and they rely on this trope too much. Like, oh my God, who's going to show up next week? And it's like... Oh, it's like it's like using the money more for power. Cared about, like I was in WWE or somewhere else that you don't really watch, languishing. You know, yeah. No disrespect to the talents that they bring in, but it's like they could announce, like, okay, they're gonna bring in like Okada next week, and he's gonna wrestle Eddie Kingston for this this championship, this that and the third championship, and people will watch it. Like you know, like their fans will come out and watch that. The problem I think with AEW is I don't think that they. It's like getting that other fan, like that new fan to watch, where it's like making new fans, where it's like, you know, I, I said that this is something that I said before, that they rely on these debuts too much because they don't really tell you shit about the talent that's coming in. They rely on the reputation that the talent has outside of their company right, to right. sell them tickets and to sell them TV and like share buy, like and, and merchandise buys and stuff like that. You're not giving like for me, I, I to be perfectly honest. I don't keep up with Japanese wrestling like I used to. So I it does nothing for me. And I know I'm going to catch hell for this. It does nothing for me to hear that Okada is going to debut and wrestle XYZ person. I know who he is and I know what he's capable of. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world. I get that. But look at it from the standpoint of like, if I've never heard of this person before. Why right. should I yeah. care about him? Like, you know, like you're not telling me anything. It's like, well, you should already know. Like, why don't you know? Like, you know. It's one of those things, and it's like, for fuck's sake, like, if you're not going to tell me why he's important, why should I care if he's important? Right. It shouldn't automatically be assumed. Is your job to tell me why I should give a shit about this person? Yeah. To add on to what you were saying, um, it's similar to what you say about BTE. Like, when they make jokes about BTE, when they make jokes and, like, little storyline stuff, references on BTE, like, why are you not showing this on Dynamite? Why are you not showing this on Rampage? You know, when Dark Order was having all these like little quirks and little storylines going on, that was all on BTE. But only people that watch BTE, BTE know that these storyline stuff is happening behind the scenes. Yeah. So, you know, no, so, no, no, keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, it's just in a sense to me, I completely agree with you. Um, WWE, at least, hey, we signed Jay Cargill. Jake Cargill is instantly a star. Boom. ESPN announces her. Then we see her on NXT. No, then we, what did we see her first? Was it Raw or NXT? It was NXT, right? No, we saw her. Yes, yes. It was NXT. Then we seen her on SmackDown. Then we seen her on Raw. Raw. And no, we seen her on part. NXT again. At the pay-per-view. Oh, no, on, uh, on, on yeah, television. Saw, yeah, you saw you saw on the pay-per-view first. Then you saw her on Raw. Then you, no, then you saw her on Raw. Then you saw her on SmackDown. Then you saw her on um, NXT. Right. She, she did again. around. She, she did yeah. around. Yeah. So just the want of let's see what Jade can do here in WWE or 
oh my god you know who's this muscular very beautiful woman that's you know having this debut espn announced her oh my god she has to be a big deal you know cody comes back it's everywhere punk came back all punk had to do was just walk out on the fucking stage and now it's over 87 and that's, million and that's all he had to do that's... and and the funny thing is like randy it basically overshadowed randy's re-debut but no, even i mean return i wouldn't well, i, I wouldn't say even, return right but, i wouldn't even say i wouldn't even say it overshadowed it i honestly think it was just as big because again like we all saw it the pop was loud it was deafening and it's chicago it's chicago you know what i mean like it's, you're not you're not obviously you're not gonna you're not gonna be it's like it's yeah it's like chicago no one's gonna get a bigger pop the only person that'll get a bigger pop in Chicago than CM Punk is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's like, okay. and honestly, again, that might not even be true. Right. Bulls in 96 again. Like, yeah. Scotty Pippen fucking returned and Randy Orton. And now like they yeah. have Dennis yeah. Rodman walking through the door. If they can, if he, if, like, I'm, I'm literally telling this to somebody now, like he's like messaging me on his eye. I'm like, if they can't make this work, it's it's totally a him problem. Like this is like his yeah, last yeah. chance for romance. Right. Like, they don't need him. They, they signed him no. because it's like okay, this is like the ultimate like thing to draw up interest. And I, and I would suspect also like it's a little bit of a twist in the night to AEW. I'm not going to yeah, put it, it is. Oh, of do course. That. It is. But at the same token, but the difference is they're like way more subtle with like letting people know that. Yeah, That's they're not gonna. They're not gonna be just. They're not gonna be all. They're not gonna be out in the open. They're. They like to throw the. Sh they like to throw rocks and just hide the hand and be like, "All right, yeah, we're just letting you know." That that was know. the whole press conference. That like, was literally the make, whole press conference. Yeah, literally, and they're letting you know, like, "Hey, if this works, and we let and we make this work, it gets, uh, yeah. yeah, guess what? It, That's you know, why they have Jade cooking in the training center when she debuts. It's gonna be huge. Exactly. They had Cody. They had Cody debut. Cody was Cody's debut was huge, and now he's the biggest baby face probably in all of um, wrestling. I had a, I had a, uh, I had a, no, I had a, no, that's not big. Cody, Cody, I, I would biggest say this. baby face. Oh, yeah. as yeah, of right face. now, when you hear, he's definitely their number one baby face for sure. When you hear, when you hear people, when you hear that damn song Kingdom come come on, I've said it. When everybody does that, whoa, they it is almost. Definitely. I said you yeah. you could you could contest and say that Cody maybe on it on, on is getting up to that level of Hogan. He's on that Hogan babyface level. He's getting there. They, I wouldn't even say team, that. Team sing along. Yeah, Man, when team sing along came out. Yeah, I was he's, he he's he's up there. Like they're they're literally. I wouldn't even say the woe part. I wouldn't even say the woe part because people if, are singing the if you did, but I'm saying like even if you say the woe part. It only took them a week to really learn the song. You hearing people recite the whole lyrics of the yeah. song within a Reciting week. The whole lyrics, they loved this. So that was kind of crazy. I was, I had a conversation. It was, it was a, something with somebody on, um, on on Twitter. Twitter, I guess you know they felt the way about you know about Punk coming back, saying like, oh, it's not fair. Punk's just gonna get Punk's not, Punk has to do the work. Same like Cody had to do the work. Everyone like he's just gonna get shot in the main event. I was just like. And I had to, I had to say, I, I had to like, I had to correct her. I said Cody did the work. I said, well, Co I said when Cody came back, 
Cody was automatically shot, shot, and was already was automatically like, oh, yeah. legendary status. He, yeah. I said, Cody was undefeated literally for an entire year. He was undefeated. Seth was, fucking three times in a row. He, like they that. treated him like a fucking star. That's like, exactly like, what it was. They like I said it. Like I said, they beat. They beat. Um, I said Cody. Cody literally was undefeated for a year. He beat their ace three times clean. He he won the Royal Rumble, and the only loss he suffered was at WrestleMania. Roman literally, Reigns, yep. I say against Roman Reigns. That's the only literally lost one time, one time. Other than that, Mans was undefeated for the whole year. You can't you can't say you're saying that he that saying that Punk has to do the work. I said if that was the case, then Cody had to do the work. But he didn't. Like yeah. you got you got to understand. It's like you got yeah like this like same way as I you saying that Cody didn't need to do the work because he already he already solidified himself. Or it's the same thing with Punk. This yeah, is there's always this a counter argument, right? This is, this is an individual right. that just hasn't been here for nine years. Like you can't sit here and say like he's still already. That doesn't take away or dismiss the fact he still did the work before. He's before yeah. Roman had eclipsed him with this reign. He was he literally was the longest reigning WWE champion of the modern era. Yeah. We like you got when you got to If you want to talk facts, you got to talk facts. Like yo, yeah. he if anyone that does if he wants to come back, and he deserves. They want to give him this legendary treatment. He deserves it. He did enough. Look here, enough here to 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 add to your point, right? Let's look at the this list because literally, uh, my coworker and I was looking it over, right? Two time WWE champion, mm-hmm. one time AEW champion because I don't count that other bullshit mm-hmm. that was going on. <laughs> Three time world heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. He was ECW champion. He was OVW champion. He was ROH. Huh. Sam Punk, right? Yeah. yeah. But Sam Punk is a former Intercontinental Champion, also. Yep. yep. He's also a former tag team champion. Mm-hmm. He's a former ROH tag team champion, former ROH world champion, yep. two-time money in a bank winner. Mm-hmm. He's in the ROH Hall of Fame. Former ECW champion. Yeah, yeah, said that. Um, and he was a television champion, but I don't remember for who. I don't remember if it was if it was ROH. probably Impact. No, he didn't Wasn't hold the Impact. title Impact okay. or TNA when he was there. That was because he was one of Raven's flunkies. It was him. Yes, you're right. Uh, who's the girl? Mickey? Was it Mickey James and somebody else? I think. But anyways, this man's resume speaks for its fucking self. Okay. Right. That's number one. Number two. Um. Sorry. Number two, like I said, okay, me personally, I was very standoffish. I still kind of am. But, you know, look, I preach this all the time, right? And and these three can vouch for me when I say it. I am a person who loves wrestling. I love the wrestling business, period, period. I don't like everything that happens. I don't agree with everything that happens, but I am always excited to see what happens next. It is a good thing when when us as podcasters, because let's be honest, we're in the business as podcasters. We're in the wrestling business, period. Okay. When we don't know what the fuck is going to happen next, that is a good thing. This is one of those moments. We do not know what is going to happen next. We don't know if CM Punk was the person Shinsuke was talking about. We don't know if we don't know if CM Punk and Seth are going to do this feud or not. Because let's be honest, cooler heads are probably going to have to prevail before shit happens. 
we don't know if Punk and Roman will ever will ever be able to 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 have a match because Roman might not even want to work with the man because he said that shit before. He said yeah, that they won't be for him. Yeah, but and and it's valid, right? I mean, it's valid for them. I mean, if you if you want to be honest, his last four matches, three Shield members and Billy Gunn. I mean, come on now. I, I mean, but, to be to be honest, if but, but that's even, he has to do the job. He has to do. He, the job. Double, and I think that's one of the big, biggest things. I don't think Seth is going to do the job to him. Period. No, 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 no. I, I, I wouldn't, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't he's, either. He's lost a year long loss uh, reign. He's he's done that. Yeah. He lost to Cody clean three times straight. No yeah, fucking fuck that problem. Noise. Fuck that. Um, let Punk do the job. But look, man, I think you know all of us. Look, I. We might not respect some of his actions, but we respect what he has done for the business. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that. I think we can all agree that. Granted, I'm I might miss Raw sadly, but mm-hmm. we're all. If people aren't ex- if people aren't excited to see what happens tonight, right. They're still intrigued to see what happens tonight. There is still an interest to see. Or what they'll happens go and tonight. check the news. They'll definitely check the news. Of oh what yeah, happens tonight, most definitely. Okay, wrestling fans, let's be excited because once again, we don't know what's next, and I think that is the best thing when it comes to wrestling in 2023 because the internet fucks up a lot of shit. <laughs> Call a spade a spade. Fightful. <laughs> okay. Um, no, it's more than just fightful. It's a lot of people. Sports Kita, fucking Meltzer. Like, it's a lot of people in a lot of companies. But we don't know what's about to happen. As wrestling mm-hmm. fans, let's be excited. Raw is about to come on in what seven, seven minutes? minutes. All right. Yeah, so more like let's tune like in. 10. Let, let's. 753. Uh, let's let's tune in. Opening promo is gonna be Survivor Series. Let's be, series, so let's be excited. Yeah. Okay. And we just gotta see what happens next. Like I said, I hope for me personally, I hope this this does work. I hope I, I honestly hope he doesn't even fucking bring up AEW personally. He's gonna have to. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have to have say to. shit about them. He doesn't have to say a damn thing. He could just look into the future outside instead of talking about the past. I got, I got a fun I got a fun way to end this. So because the show is about to start six minutes. But over or under, do you think he mentions AEW tonight? I'm saying under. Over. I don't even think he's gonna do it. Over. Me Sadly, personally, I think I don't think he's gonna do it. I don't want under. him to, but I think he under. I don't think I don't think he needs to. He's not going to. He'll this is more. I feel oh, like well, this there's is, a legal thing too, so maybe not. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He can't can't mention them, and he can't. Men- he probably can't mention AEW. I don't think he can't directly mention them. He it's can't more directly like, mention. It's like them. a comedian that's like, yeah, making jokes like about his ex wife. You like he making jokes, but you know who he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think this is. I think it's un- I think um under 
I think it's this is more personal. This is more personal. It's really for the fan for a lot of fans because again, let's not forget this is fans that was cheering, chanting his name for years. Yeah, even they just like stopped chanting the damn CM Punk chants at, yeah. at live events. Like they just like finally like stopped and like let it go. But like now, this is more personal for them. Like I feel like it's gonna be big. It's I don't think I don't think he's gonna mention them. I don't think he, I think, he I think he'll I, I think you're right though. I think he will say I don't think he'll end up saying it in a in a in a subtle ish way because mm-hmm. he always does. Let's be honest. He always does. I don't it, it, well I'll give my point and then I guess we'll finish off. Um I said over, but I don't think in the way that we're thinking he'll mention them. I think we may get an actual positive light to it and we'll he'll show a bit more maturity during this run. I don't think we get the childish CM Punk that we've had years and years ago. And Trips made it very well known that, you know, we sat down as men. We if you if you're gone for 10 years and you're not changed and obviously you're not fucking grown at all. And Punk has actually showed that he's been on the mature end of a lot of the things that happen at AEW side. That's true. I I honestly believe if TK actually had balls and did what he had to do, he would have still been in AEW. Yeah. Because to 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 what avail do you let all these people keep shitting on me and keep doing all this bullshit to me? You had to separate me to go to another show because your quote-unquote EVPs, not really Kenny, but the other two, you know, they didn't want to be on the same show as him or want to interact with him and all this other shit. And I'm like, bro, if cooler heads had prevailed and if people were actually uh, held to held accountable for their positions as they should be with a boss... Everybody getting suspended, regardless to what, I would have said, we're having this fucking meeting, we're sitting down, and this is going to happen. Just as Triple H came and said, hey, we see money. (laughs) Just as Triple H said, hey, we see money, we're going to go for it. And you sat down, you put the guy aside, you didn't tell nobody else. You said, we're going to sit him aside, we're going to talk to him, you're going to outline the law of the land. And we're going to see tonight what that law of the land is. Now, if he is able to freely speak his mind and not really mention the other company, but mention them, it is all on him how he mentions them. Yeah. Same how Cody diplomatically said what he said last night, or sorry, night before. Same how Cody diplomatically has been saying what he's been saying for the past few months to a year now. When he mentions them, he should be able to get the same respect. Yeah, but keep him on a leash. I, well, and I'm not got, saying it in a row in a bad way. But go ahead. Well, no, I was gonna say we got two minutes, gents. Let's uh, let's do what we do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you already know. To you can always follow me at Forever Thiefin. You already y'all already know. It has always been a pleasure. Obviously, um. We, we did this early because, again, it's life. Our schedules don't really align as, as much for, for these couple of weeks. Um, if anything, for this week, uh, I will be I will be there Friday in Brooklyn for uh, WWE SmackDown. 
Hey. So, you know, if look any for- of you, just look out for me. If any of you see me, you know, say hi. I am not, I am not standoffish. I am not going to, I'm not going to scare any of you away. Just, you know, say hi, say what's up. You know, let's ch- 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 chat a little bit. Why not? Thank you guys always for supporting it, for supporting. Thank you guys for, for tuning in. Let's just see, let's see what, what the hell is going to happen with this goddamn business. And yep, you see everything. My credentials are down no, down there. Follow me, please. The show starts in one minute. Next. <laughs> Since I'm oh. a host, I'll end. Oh, sure. Uh, you can follow me, Mr. Marvel87, both on Instagram, Twitter. Oh, I say keep saying both. And TikTok. I have to change that. Um, make sure to please follow uh, a different angle, which is the mental health podcast myself and Ronnie Harris are a part of on Instagram and Twitter at 88 pod 2023. And it's me, your host, Striker Dragoon. Uh, you, what did I say? Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, all the same. It's been a while. Uh, YouTube at Striker Dragoon one three one. I will be playing some Assassin's Creed Mirage. If y'all can see it, fucking light. Probably can't see it. Yeah, that light, that light strong. Right, there, that light oh, strong. there we go. There we go. There we go. Assassin's Creed Mirage. You can see that. I'll probably be playing some on stream. It's not really a game I care for to stream, but maybe I'll play some on stream. But you know what? Follow me. Uh, we'll see you guys next time, as usual. And make sure, oh. make sure to follow. Sorry, I can't forget. Make sure to follow the CDB Network uh, on all your favorite streaming platforms. We are getting tons more work. There's a lot of things in the works, including us. We got some. I'm talking to the C uh, co-owner about some things for for some collaborations. So be excited about that. Um, and uh, yeah, make sure. Oh. I guess I'll do this. And make sure to follow the Four Corners Commentary on YouTube at the Council of Commentary, X at CO Commentary, and on TikTok at the at uh, Council of Commentary. Ladies and gentlemen, we are your Four Corners of Commentary. And we out. Peace. Peace. I got eyes in the back of my head. I'm seeing take me for granted and you know I'm leaving. I'm a take what's mine. I'm weaving, I could take this crap from seeing to believing, got it. I ain't gonna give up, got too little time, I'ma live up. Head down, push forward through the tough times, cause anything worth doing is a tough time. Cause I'ma revive for the fight, yeah, I'm here to get it. I got drive, got sight, always have a vision. I go by at night, I be in my feelings, I'ma be fine, need time, and I'll soon be winning. I live life for the fight, yeah, I'm here to get it. I got drive, got sight, always have a vision. I go by at night, I be in my feelings. I'ma be fine, need time, and I'll soon be winning.